Hi, friends. Welcome to a very special episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be here with you one more time before the end of the year. We have got a wild show in store for you. Before we do anything, I want to invite you to go through the Gospels with us in 2024. You can subscribe to the Let's Read the Gospels podcast wherever you're listening to this, and we're going to read one chapter a day from the NIV starting on January 1st. This will take us all the way through March, so go text a friend to do this with you too, and go subscribe and grab the free reading plan at anniefdowns.com slash gospels. And before we dive into today's conversation, I want to say about one of our incredible sponsors. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If the holidays brought up all the feelings and now you're looking for a place to process all of them, I get it. Give BetterHelp a try. As you think about 2024, what would it look like to pursue therapy this year? Well, I'll tell you, BetterHelp's made it incredibly easy. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Your session can be done from right at home. To get started, all you do is fill out a brief questionnaire. We love a quiz. To get matched with a licensed therapist, and you always want to find the right fit. So you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. I'm stepping into 2024 as a better Annie because of the work my counselor has helped me do throughout this year. And I know a lot of you will feel the same as you discover freedom and healing and clarity that you can find in therapy. In a season where we've all been given a lot, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash that sounds fun today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash that sounds fun. Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high-quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, Notes is given our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Today on the show, we are continuing our annual tradition of looking back at the year and doing a year in review with our good buddy, Eddie Koffeltz. Eddie and I have been podcast friends and real life friends for almost a decade. Y'all also know him from Annie and Eddie Keep Talking and his own show, Doing the Best We Can. It is so fun to get a chance to take a look at 2023 together. And we have some really fun Eddie news to share with you in this episode. Y'all are going to love it. So here's our 2023 year in review with our pal, Eddie Koffeltz. Eddie Koffeltz, welcome back to That Sounds Fun! Thank you. I have not been on a microphone in quite some... Oh. (laughs) It's my nephew, Sam. He says, wowie, zowie. Oh, that's precious on a little button. Most people have to earn them, not you. You just get them for being here. I just get it. Annie. Um, You haven't been on a microphone in a while? 
Oh, no, not since last episode of Doing the Best We Can. I literally had to blow the dust off of the little cover before. (laughs) I like that you're bringing like zoo morning uh, vibes today. (laughs) I do kind of have radio host vibes, don't I? You do. You're really bringing it. Hold on. I'm going to move the screen closer so I can make eye contact. Does that feel like eye contact? I've been trying to get better at this. Hold on. Look, look, look. Um, Listen, I have... Yes, go. Okay, I'm Say ready. what you have. You have, have what? Some, I have something exciting for you. And <gasps> that is today I got, this isn't an ad, of course, but new Warby Parker glasses. They and look I, cool. No, no. These are the old ones. Oh, great. So I want you, is this okay to do? This is your show. <laughs> sure. I mean, auditorily, we're going to pick your new glasses. So do I no, get to describe them? I already have the new glasses. The new glasses just showed up in the mail and I thought I'm going to wait to put them on until I'm with Annie <gasps> so you can see my 2024 face because okay, my okay, eyes okay. are regressing. It's going to be different. And every year I get new glasses, right? Because I have to get a new prescription yeah. and the insurance. Yeah. And we don't have to get into all this. But I thought you'd want to see the new glasses. Yeah. So for those listening, I love, the, uh, this is your show. I just love that we're in it. Okay, so. No, this is so, this is us. Remember me. Look at my face. Okay, I see what you look like. I can't imagine how different it's going to be. And I'm going to reveal 2024, okay? Uh, for, my, for our auditory friends, I'm going to say we have a tortoise shell 2023. Just what your average white cisgender male uh, 43-year-old would be wearing. Just unremarkable. You, me, David Platt, we're all the same age, and David Platt and I had this same conversation about how much we need new glasses. 100%. Okay, so close your eyes, and then here's the big reveal. Eyes are closed. I I did not see you switch. You tell me when to open. All right, I'm putting on my new glasses. You ready? Auditorily, my eyes are closed. And now open open. those eyes. Those are so different, (laughs) but but they kind of look the same. The prescription is so different, (laughs) right? I increased, but do you like my new 2024 face? Yeah, golly. I can even see you How now. How different. Yeah. How different those, I mean, you can tell those tortoise shells were different made from of, the same tortoise. Thank you. Sorry, I wanted to same hop in tortoise. and steal it. And I had to remember, <laughs> be generous. Generous, let other people have their own joke. Hey, speaking of being generous, how generous have you been to us? This is your one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleventh 10, 11th time on That Sounds Fun. <sighs> You are officially in the Hall of Fun. <laughs> I know. I can't believe that. I Look at it. There, there are you so, are. so many things I need to see in the office. I can't believe I made the Hall of Fun. Who else do we know on? I mean, we, you know everyone else. But well, who, Santa Claus. Obviously. So everybody knows him. He was just on right before you. People lost their minds. We, we love him. Um, Dave Barnes. Totally different conversation, but Dave Barnes. Two completely um, different things. Uh, John Mark Comer, because Great. nobody tells me to slow down in my life and be a better person like John Mark Comer. Who who on that um, would be the th- person that you would have not suspected? to? Uh, be- you know who? My friend Jennifer Colquitt, because we did so many Hallmark Christmas <laughs> oh, episodes. Right. And then she was on a um, she was on a friendship episode during our Build Your Board series. And she was an Ennea Summer person. Mm-hmm. And so she like it's the only podcast she's ever been on. Yeah. And she's been on, and she's on the Hall of Fun. But she burned hard. I had to earn that it's over great. 11 years. She just burned yeah, it yeah, out yeah. in the summer. Yeah. It's great. It was so fun. I, I thought that was hilarious when they put hers on there. I was like, huh, Jen Colquitt. Well done. That makes So Carlos Whitaker, Dave, She Reached Truth girls are on there. Oh, yeah. Pastor Kevin, the pastor of the pod. Michael Ware, who you and I both oh, love. Oh, yeah. God, he's great. Are y'all, have y'all ever seen each other? Your neighbors, kind of. No, we've never seen each other. We've talked in social media and like been in each other's orbit. And I think yeah. I interviewed him at one point, but it's never been like, hey, let's hang out. I should probably. What's it called? The DMW, the DFW? Uh, yeah, DMV. 
the DMV, which yeah. is yeah, DC, Maryland, Virginia. It's also the yeah, place he's where you Baltimore and you're Virginia. Right now, that is one million light years away. He is not oh. in. He is not in the DMV. I mean, he may that. Yeah, that Baltimore is the next thing up. But the best chicken sandwich. But it you've is ever Maryland. So for those of us who don't know, that is deceptive. It is deceptive. But there's just sort of a circle, oh. like okay, around DC. Uh huh. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so I have another thing. What is okay, it about great. having your face or a name on a thing that's printed? Like I saw an Instagram picture of like the Annie and it, like all of the logos for yeah. the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the most solidifying moment of both of the shows I've done yeah. with you to see Annie and Eddie and, and um, doing the best we can up there. Like, what? Yeah. why is that? Why is it so special? It already existed, yeah. but there's something about seeing it printed on a wall. I know. I know. I, that's one of the reasons we have the wall in the network office. I just love it. Yeah, it's I, I mean, our Annie and Eddie graphic is one of the funniest things in the world. I mean, it is so, it still smells like COVID because oh. we were standing in our houses and did a photo shoot with Jeremy Cowart oh, yeah. from our homes during oh. COVID. Wild. Yeah, I'm wearing totally different glasses in that one. I, that's I, You can't even recognize you. Who is I, the difference. 100% chance I'm wearing this shirt or one of the uh, 11 others. You are wearing that shirt, and I'm wearing a black shirt, which yeah. is before I knew my colors. Eddie, we haven't even talked about it. We got to hey, recap 2023. I, one I of them is I know is. what colors. What is right? What are that? What do you, uh, it's a, what is it like a, um, a season, right? Yeah, I'm a soft autumn. So <laughs> everything I would, I would live. For a live video of you getting your colors done. You would still wear black, but soft means everything I wear looks like it should have gone through the washing and drying machines like five or six times. Mm. So no sharp colors. Um, and so. autumns are what you would imagine. Browns, or like oranges, woof. Yeah. Um, some pinks, some greens. It's great. Pinks anyway, I was I, wearing black and that is not in my color. Well. I, yeah, it's hard though because you like black. You like a thing, so you just Certainly. kind of slowly transition as you're well, buying. Well, and she's also great. Lindsay at Created Colorful is great about, like, if you want to wear black, wear black. Like, I'm not telling you what you can't wear. I'm just telling you if you get to choose between black and navy, right. you will look better in navy. Also, did your mom have this done in the 80s? Because I feel like I experienced it, this as a child. It was. It was totally yes. a thing that, like, 80s, like, moms did. What do you yes. think? What do you think I am just looking at my palette? I, oh, I could never know. I'm a, um, is this like guessing someone's Enneagram or something? Yeah, which is against the law. That's I, against the law. Suzanne Stabile gets in a, a police oh. car and drives straight to your home and puts you under Enneagram arrest if you make some ice. I would put myself as an oppressive summer. Oh, it's just like you hate a, oppressive summer. It's just one of those summers that's like so hot and it's just the rain <gasps> isn't coming and it's just hot. And I think that things you don't have to deal with in DC, right? Right. A lot of neons. A lot of how much do you put a percentage on how much you miss Florida versus how like if it was a slider Ooh. and one hundred percent was I miss I don't think about Florida Florida is not my Roman Empire I don't think about it ever zero uh, percent and <laughs> and the and so that's a one hundred is I'm all the way in DC I, or Virginia I never think about Florida zero is we're we have sold our house and we're going back. Mm-mm. Uh, it, that is a complex answer and, and I don't want to, I won't overcomplicate it because when you we think of complex. like the state of Virginia, the, or I'm sorry, the state of Florida, the weather, the, like all of the, <laughs> you almost spit took. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I took a sip of water and then I thought, are you thinking I'm asking you to compare Bush Gardens to yeah. <laughs> Disney World? No, I want to know your life. Yeah. Our life, I would say it's about like on the slider, we're about seven, I'm about like 60, <gasps> 70 Virginia. And yeah. the rest of it's Florida. Like it is 
hard to like our house, the seasons, what's around the stuff to do. I mean, yeah. Well, you know, you just came back from New York. Like you, you could never eat at all the restaurants. You could never see every show. It's just endless. And there's culture and people and diversity and it's all the things of a big city. And we live in a suburb right outside of the big city We're but we're like moments away. We're the closest neighborhood to DC. So we've got it all right. Yeah. Nothing will replace the closeness of 40 years worth of deep friendships. Yeah, that's and, right. And that's right. That is impossible. So thank God for like Xbox Live and chatting with my brother yeah. and Uncle Jimmy yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So um that's the part that's like in no way do I want to come to Florida, go back to Florida, and we won't. But right. holy smokes, do I miss uh do I miss the folks? But we're also can I here. can I play that game? Can I do New York mm-hmm. and Nashville? Because as soon as Good I way. asked you, I thought I want to do that with Nashville. Yeah, I think I'm like fifty-seven Nashville. What's the seven percent? What's the? Because uh, I'm not fifty-fifty. Right. I'm not, and so I just think. I mean, I am really, here we go, Edward. Let's recap 2023. I wanted to ask you about New York, but I didn't know how much of it was like for a later time. So I want to like talk about it now. Also, you're messing around with something down there. Are you okay? Uh, You know what? I can't sit because I hurt my back. (laughs) Did you? And so I'm making a note to make sure I say something. So I was leaning. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So I'm standing for all my interviews this week. It is way better today, but I'm standing for all my interviews. Oh, you're a little back, Um, huh? Oh my god! Yeah, you know, you forty-three, man. Give me some glasses and a back brace, dude. Just riddle me into my forties. You're just in it, okay? So That's it, New York. Okay, so the thing that I cannot figure out now, I uh, something I will talk about more as we keep going is yeah. I am going to spend significant time up there. Yeah. Next year. Yeah. Um, and but I'm not moving there because yeah. I like my life here. Yeah. And so I can't do fifty-fifty. That that doesn't feel healthy. For my calendar, I didn't feel healthy for my job. It didn't feel healthy for my relationships. But so when I'm thinking about time-wise, it'll be like 70, 30, 70 Mm -hmm. Nashville, 30 New York. When I think about what I'm wrestling with, it's 57. It's like, man, I, there are so many, I cannot make one city the other city. No. And that is, right? That's my problem is I can't, I can park as far away at the grocery store as I want to park in Nashville. And it's not the same as having a walking life in New York. But I am doing that. Nope. I am parking as far away as I can park. I'm like adding as much walking as I can. Yeah. But it, I mean, Eddie, I don't know if you heard, but I did an episode about my body on Annie on AFD and NYC. Yeah. And like my body felt so different in New York. Hmm. And I never thought about my body in New York. Funny. And it it was huh. fascinating. Huh. I, I will what admit do you I, do? I didn't listen yeah. to it. I what no, what you're is fine. what is a what's the thesis of that? What do you do? I mean, I, I don't have the answer. The question thesis is, what do you do when your body is better in a city that you don't want to live in full time? Huh. Do you think it's because you were just like, you're forced to move so much more? Yes. I think it's because you just have to move all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was getting 10,000 steps every day on accident. I wasn't oh, doing I anything. So then when I was working out, the pressure to work out, I feel a lot of pressure in myself to work out because I yeah. want to be healthy and I want to be 100 and yeah. all these things. Yeah. And I didn't feel any of that pressure because my life was doing it. So yeah. anything else was gravy. And yeah, it was. it's wild, Eddie. It is wild to process. Did New York ever not feel like vacation? Yeah, I had, I had some... One of the reasons Manager Kelly told me to do two months instead of one, because when I first came back yeah. in January of last year and presented the idea, yeah. I planned on doing one month. And she said, I think you should do two so that you have bad days. 
Otherwise, oh. it will just be a long vacation. Long vacation, yeah. And I for sure had bad days. I mean, I had yeah. complicated work days. I had complicated relational days. I had days where mm. it was, I was really frustrated with, I couldn't get somewhere fast enough. I didn't right. get there on time. It was a bad use of my time. The train I was supposed to get on just didn't run because the, the, I was supposed to get on the C train one day. Yeah, Someone four stations up from us had misbehaved and the police had stopped the train. Yes. Well, then I'm in the train station and I don't know when the next C is coming and do I go up and get an Uber? And so stuff yes, like yes, that yes, just yes, made yes, me yes. mad. Yes. I understand, yeah. So you lived, so yeah, you I had to do certainly the thing. had bad days. Yeah. yeah, and I had to figure out groceries and live in a budget. And I mean, I had to do all that because two months is a pretty long time. It's it went by very fast and very short, but it's a pretty long time to like, I won't worry about salt and pepper. Yeah. You know, you need to own salt and pepper. Yeah. So. Did you have a bodega? That's my dream is to have a bodega close. Um, there, no, the answer, the short answer is no. I had a skinniest aisles you've ever experienced grocery store. Very close. It is amazing what they're able to pack into a space. Like Shocking. you could like that grocery store. I know it. I don't know what it is, but I know yes. it. And it's got everything a super Walmart has. <laughs> That's exactly right. And somehow it's in the size of this guest bedroom and, uh -huh. and they know where it is. And it's, yeah, it's crazy. I don't know if, I can't remember if I told this on an AFD and NYC episode, but I had this wild experience that will tell you the level of frustration, especially yeah. right when I got there. Yeah. My first two weeks, I ran out of deodorant. And so I was like, okay, Ooh. I'll go to my local tiny grocery store and or skinny aisle grocery store. It's not tiny, but skinny aisle grocery store. Yeah. And I walked all the way through and I was like, they don't have deodorant. That's yeah. so weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I look on my maps and I go to a pharmacy and the first pharmacy doesn't have it either. And I'm like, well, that is really weird. So yes. I go to the second pharmacy and it is like $8. Ew. And I was like, are you joking me? <laughs> I was like, well, what choice do I have? My little grocery store doesn't have it. Yeah. So I've got to. As I am walking home, the grocery store does have it. It's just hidden in the window. Sure. And I sh and I have to ask someone to get it for me. Well, I didn't know that. And it was cheaper. Yeah, and I and was. was and yeah. And I stomped home. I stomped home. I was you, so mad. Are you a specific uh, brand of deodorant or are you just any port in a storm kind of deodorant? Well, listen, any port in a storm in general, but <laughs> I am a child of the 80s and I wear secret. Oh, you, I know you I should wear one of the ones. Yeah, no, I know no, I should no. wear one of the ones that ha it, it doesn't have aluminum. I oh. hear everyone. No. I hear everyone. But the journey to go. Have you ever tried to go to a natural deodorant? Oh, oh, not only did I try, but that was the moment I found out that I have a massive skin allergy to 99% of deodorants. And so I'm just like rubbing on allergens. I'm so I've got oh. the native one. I know it smells fine. It's like whatever, lavender leather and something. I'm like, oh, this is great. And we're like 24 hours in and my body is just, I am, it's rejecting it. Yeah. And so I have no choice. I can use degree deodorant. That is it. <gasps> Great. Degree. Child so of the 80s. Solid also 80s degree. degree yeah. a nice, it's or a that Costco. feels like high school. I feel like I knew high school or when I was in high school is when I learned that people wore degree. Yeah. Cause we didn't do acts in our, in high school. That was no. beyond us. No. What no. was in high school? Oh, 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 oh. It was a lot of, um, what's this liquid that you spray on yourself that smells good? What's that? Like, a, um, I can't come up with the word. It wasn't like perfume. Cologne. Cologne? Yeah, I thought you were looking for a brand. I was like, surely No, but that was like, everybody's like the Gap Blue Cologne and the- Oh, totally. Jake. Okay, so do you follow Simon Holland on Instagram? No. Tell me. He's super funny. A lot of people follow him. He and I went to high school together. And like, I've known him for 30 years or whatever yeah, at this yeah. point. 25 years. And- 
He did a post recently about back in the 90s, everybody gave um, Old Navy pullover fleeces as Christmas gifts. And I want to be like, I watched you do that. I literally <laughs> watched you do that in the chorus room in 1995. Room. I remember, you know, oh. I, just thought, I was like, oh, Old Navy. I walked into Old Navy. Eddie, I have you been in an Old Navy lately? <laughs> oh, yeah. They have a, a nice jean selection for a man of my stature. When I tell, did you, so I haven't been in one in a while. I mm -hmm. went in six months ago in the summer. Yeah. When I tell you I walked in and I, and it looked so much like the old Navy of 1995. Right. I had all the same insecurities. Suddenly I was like, I hate my body. No, I don't. What are you talking no. about? I mean, oh, it and was it's not awful. old Navy's fault. They're doing fine. It's just that, that when it hit, you and yes. I were at a terribly delicate time. Yes. And so we're going in and we're seeing the blue truck with the dog in the window. <gasps> yes. And we're just yes. sweating because they're not going to have an XXL in my size for a 15-year-old. The button-down, they didn't have button-downs no. for myself. And you don't know your colors. You're dressing No, like I didn't know my colors in 1996. Were you dyeing your oh, hair at that point? Were you like, uh -huh. yo, yeah. yeah, so was it I had too all dark? sorts of hair colors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, frosted and stuff. I, I felt, I felt the whole thing, the dresses. I was like, I think I had this dress. I think Old Navy yeah. is keeping up with the trends. Yeah. So they're, again, they're not doing anything wrong. Right. They just literally hit control, repeat, <laughs> copy, yes. paste right. from their catalog in 1995. Right. I can still buy a plaid button down and a pair of cargo pants or shorts. Gosh. No problem. That would have been. And Unfortunately, of, me too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. So, well, and now having a middle schooler, who I think dresses super normal, appropriate. Yeah. You're like. She's so cute. But you can't avoid it. There's something right. she's going to look back and go, oh my, that was such a, that was such a yeah, 20, right. 23 thing. That's exactly right. And it just made me feel all the insecurities. All the insecurities. Um, wow. We're so, really doing it here. But listen, are you going, uh, well, we don't have to get. Yeah, we can talk about there's, New York. Well, there's just a little bit more like how, how do you split that? Like, how do you, I mean, are you just okay having sort of two home bases where Nashville's clearly like home, home. And New York's, but are you just, are you feeling like New that's York's weird? Gonna, yeah. Yeah. Help me write a book. Okay. We said yeah, it. New York's going to help me write a book next yeah, year. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? And, um, and so, yeah, I think it'll be kind of a, uh, my home base is here. I have a place there that mm -hmm. I call home. Yeah. What do you think the, the factor is? Do you think it's something about New York or do you think you would have had the same experience if it was like. Chicago or Such was, a good question. was it just Philly. getting out of your skin? Any of them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, we had this conversation at dinner this week of mm -hmm. like, is it New York or is it anywhere? And I think for me, it's yeah. New York. I do think it is New I mean, York. Because I've lived in Edinburgh and when I left, Ed and Edinburgh is a big city. Mm -hmm. And when I left, while well, I adore my friends there and I love yeah. going to see them, I didn't have what I feel right now for Edinburgh after I lived there for six months. But you are a very locationally influenced oh. person. And I mean that in, okay, in a good way, but like you've in talked okay about- way. Well, but I mean, like you've talked about Scotland, like with yeah. like you talk about like seasons of your life very often yeah. rooted to yeah. place and location. Like the That's moving exactly to right. Nashville was not only a big moment in your life, but it was like a transformational thing. These kind yeah. of like moving. Do you not feel that way? Was that not true for you with Virginia? I am less it. The location doesn't get me as much because I yeah. just kind of feel yeah. like, like I would leave Virginia if there was a reason and all yeah. factors aligned. I would leave. No big deal. Yeah. It's more and do you like, think part of that is having a family uh, 100%. versus me going by myself? I think it's certainly, maybe. I don't know if it's a psychological thing or if it's just a practicality thing. Like we're just right. we're thinking of four different lives instead of one. Yeah. So I think it's just, could be a little bit easier, but I also, 
Uh, and yeah. they are your home too, right? The those three ladies and the cats. Oh yeah, wherever they are, and singular cat. Yeah. But yes, waffles. We do foster well, sometimes, um, and I consider them foster, my kitty cat babies. So yeah, so don't act like there's only one cat in that house right now. <laughs> She's in How this many room are there? somewhere. There's only one cat because we're not fostering oh. right now, but we will foster. We have a you little. You took the holidays off from fostering. Well, you never take it off. It's just they all get adopted. Okay. Oh, so, so it's great. But then the adoption levels go up. And so you foster cats instead of just sitting. And they're just sweet angels. And I love them. Oh, that's great. Oh, so it actually makes sense to me there's no cats to foster because probably a lot of little yeah. boys and girls are getting kitties for Christmas. That's right. Right. And adult, adult men who yeah, love maybe. cats. <laughs> Cat daddy. Who, yeah, who, who never knew he could be loved in such a way. It unlocked. <laughs> There was a cat-shaped hole in my heart. <laughs> we know. Anyone who follows you on Instagram knows. It's weird. Absolutely knows. That sounds fun. Hey, friends. Just interrupting this conversation to tell you about our amazing partner, Liquid IV. If one of your goals is to be more hydrated in 2024, Liquid IV will come to the rescue. And you guys know we love it around here. Our office is stocked with it. They have so many fun flavors, and I'm pretty sure we've tried every one of them. My current favorite flavor is green grape. Y'all, it is so good. And y'all know I love that energy multiplier. Liquid IV has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness. It hydrates two times faster than water alone. It's all in one single stick that you just add to your water bottle. And now their hydration multiplier comes in three really fun sugar free flavors, white peach, green grape that I just told you about, and lemon lime. There's no artificial sweetener, zero sugar, and it's also non-GMO and free of gluten, dairy, and soy. So grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code that sounds fun at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using the promo code that sounds fun at liquidiv.com. That link and pretty much every other link you could ever hope for are in the show notes below. So be sure to check those out. All right. We all know the way our hair or skin look can sway our mood and impact our day. If one of them feels off, it just feels like the day is starting off on the wrong foot. I've never found beauty products that really fit my personal hair goals, but ever since I switched to a custom hair and skin routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits, healthier, shinier hair and healthier skin too. With Pros, personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. For example, my custom shampoo and conditioner, which I love, they formulate to make my hair more manageable, shiny, hydrated. It's amazing, y'all. They truly deliver. Pros is better for the planet, too. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool, which learns from my feedback, adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life, the city that I'm living in. It is amazing, you guys. Pros is so confident that they'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order. You guys, 5-0. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash that sounds fun. So you get your free consultation and then you get 50% off at pros.com slash that sounds fun. This is the season to try pros if you have not tried them before. Pros.com slash that sounds fun. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash that sounds fun. Y'all, I recently placed a Thrive Market order for my place in New York so that I'd have all the essentials stocked in the pantry and refrigerator when I'm there. And I want you to hear what I saved as a Thrive member. 
Okay, I got protein shakes, creamer, chips, soaps, and some other things, you know, all the necessary things. I spent $70 and saved $33.39. Y'all, that is so much money. It's seriously so easy. It also shipped right to my door. Plus, I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods, and they have an online filtering system that allows you to sort based on what you're looking for. So if you're hunting for gluten-free options or dairy-free snacks, you can curate your own shopping experience really easily. They always have a deals page, too, that you can look through as well. Oh, I love it. And when you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. It's awesome. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Just go to thrivemarket.com slash that sounds fun and get 30% off your first order plus that free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash that sounds fun. Thrivemarket.com slash that sounds fun. Okay, now back to our conversation with Eddie. That sounds fun. Okay, one of the things we're doing here in our recap mm. this year is you, I love this, and we're going to go oh, big it. to start, to I start, and by start, I mean 21 minutes in. <laughs> um, you wanted a bold prediction for 2024. Yeah, I want to hear it. Just something. Do you have one too? Uh, no, I was planning on just coming up with it. I, okay. But I want something that is based in no reality and isn't weird. Yep. Like, I don't want to yep. know like any deaths or any weird stuff. No, like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to do deaths or breakups. Here is my bold prediction. Mm -hmm. I think the election cycle is actually going to be calmer than we think because I think people aren't going to put up with it. Oh, interesting. I think the politicians will scream and yell Mm -hmm. into a black hole. Oh, interesting. And everyone who has common sense will go, okay, keep doing that. I'm going to pay attention to what you actually are saying on your Mm. website about what I'm voting for. And that's how I'm going to vote. So again, you said not based on reality. And so I tell you, no, no, no. I think the election is going to be calm. Yeah. Well, that's a bold prediction. Because everything about all of planet Earth would say that that is not going to happen. But wouldn't it be not based in reality? Wouldn't it be a nice change? Okay, I'll do two. One, I think there's going to be a really surprising revolutionary new uh, social platform. Something like when Instagram Oh, that people started. like? Yeah, yeah. Like when Instagram oh, hit and we were all like, oh, we don't like Facebook. We actually like yeah. this. I think there'll be something by the end. I think there's like a hole in that kind of connection that yeah. Twitter has left and Facebook has left and Instagram is just too big and TikTok Are you still is- doing Twitter? No, no, I haven't. Yeah, me neither. I, I, it's too uh, unsafe. It's, I didn't Same. care about it. It's, I didn't like that- if people cared at all to get an update from me, they would have mm-hmm. to be on that platform to get it. It just didn't feel mm-hmm. safe for everyone. I know no social yeah. media is safe, but it felt particularly toxic. You're yeah, you're done. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. I've been done. I've been done since June of twenty two. Yeah. I haven't opened it since June of twenty two. Someone on my our on our team, Lonnie, yeah. who helps us run all the marketing stuff. I do my own Instagram, right? And all that and Facebook yeah. and stuff. But yeah. she she just will put on updates on right, just on Twitter. But that's it. Do you um do you miss any aspect of it? Nope. I only miss the news. Oh, you miss the news. You want me to tell you if I'm being a brat what I miss? I miss when I did something, when I said something funny and a lot of people liked it. Oh, yeah. I miss that because there's not an easy way to do that on Instagram and I'm not going to start threads. Yeah, And so they're in a funny way to to write up one little quippy sentence and have it shoot out. But that ain't worth it to me. That only feeds my pride and... and Yeah. I mean, I do think part of it is like it's fun to be funny. 
what are we doing yeah. right now? We're not just talking to each other. We know we're yeah, being recorded. True. It's we fun. Know it's yeah. fun to enjoy this. So part yeah. of it is like I liked the writing aspect of it, but Me I'm too. with you. I did miss. I do also miss like something like following uh, like Knox and Jamie and all of those yeah. folks during the Oscars and just yes. real timing commentary. Right. Me too. I felt like I could choose any of my friends to have. Well, friends, I don't know, no, but like yeah. people to have a running commentary yeah. of some s- s- gathered moment like yes. the Oscars. I miss that. But okay, speaking um, of Knox and Jamie, we have to talk about if you do their BFOTs, their best friends of the show for a year. Yeah, Eddie, they have recorded five episodes about the Disney princesses and like, <laughs> did they have friends in real life? What? I- I can't wait. I can't wait. It automatically made me want to. I, I already am a B-Fot, but I already was like, oh, yeah, I'm for sure doing yearly next year because I want those five episodes where they deep dive on them as women, not as on the movie. Women. Isn't that a I best? love that. I love them. I think them. they're so funny. They are so, the, the their ability to continue to render fresh material because they could just Incredible. rest on their laurels. They could just hit play, just be yeah. clever. But they just, all of that kind of stuff, I love there. Um, so good. So yeah. Okay, that uh, makes me want to ask you, what other pods did you listen to in 23? Do you have uh, anything that I need I to be listening to? I do. Listen. Okay. You listen to, of course, Strike Force 5, right? I did listen to some of them. Not all of them, but brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> okay, it was just real quick backstory for people listening. It was uh, during the Screen Actors Guild. Oh, no, no, the writer's yep. strike. Uh, all of the late shows went dark. A lot of the late show hosts got together. John Oliver, all the, you know, all the big ones, Jimmy Fallon, yes. all this. Yes. Got together, did a show they called The Strike Force Five. Yeah. They did a couple of episodes. Episode five, where Jimmy Fallon attempts to host a game show on it. Uh-huh. And it derails. I didn't listen to that one. They shred him for an hour and he laughs. You remember like sitting in the high school lunchroom and you're ripping on somebody and everybody's okay. The person yeah. who's being ripped on, you're like, it's as funny. I have not enjoyed a podcast, just a And what a beautiful moment. thing to model for us oh, that five just, people who should be competitors oh, yeah. are doing a podcast together and all that money from ad sales went to their writers at that's their right. shows. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Brilliant. Love that. Um, the other one is, okay. Can we go back and listen to Strike Force 5? Oh, yeah. Meaning it will still be interesting even though the strike's over? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's it's okay. mostly them just being ridiculous. It's, yeah. It's not time and present. I mean, it's, yeah. Yes, it's great. Okay. Yeah. Do you have one? I have one more. Yeah. The Town. Have you listened to The Town? It's an it entertainment business. No, no, no. Okay. It's an entertainment business podcast. Okay. Where they're t- it's from Hollywood, and he's kind of telling you some behind the scenesy things going on in Hollywood. Ooh. But he's not. It's not gossipy. It's about the business. And so they just did mm. one Eddie on the state of podcasting and why listenership is going up. Which we are all ex- here's what we are all experiencing across. Not listenership going up. Sorry, the amount of podcasts going up. Yeah. The listenership of each podcast going down, which we are experiencing across the board, yep. across the network, across my shows, there yep. are less people listening than mm-hmm. a year ago mm-hmm. because there's more to listen to. Yeah. And uh, businesses trying to figure out how to be sponsors. So sponsorship money has gone down in 2023. Wow. And they kind of explain why and where it's going in 24. It is br- So Oof. I love their stuff. They talked a lot about the strike, but it's I don't love gossipy shows, Mm-mm. but I really, I, I like a an yeah. entertainment business show. I thought oh, it was yeah. really interesting to Ooh, watch. I'm so, into that. The town. Okay, the other one, um, Films to be Buried With, hosted by Brett Goldstein. Do you know who Brett Goldstein is? I do know who Brett Goldstein is. Roy Kent. Roy Kent. Well, he, in his real life, is, uh, you know, a stand-up comedian. Uh Uh-huh. He uh is a gentle, sweet man. Like, he is lovely. And he does this, he has a guest on, and the whole premise of the show is, you know, he'll chat with the guest for a few moments, and then he'll say, oh, I have bad news. It turns out you've passed away. 
And then oh he my starts, gosh. and it's the same format. How did you die? And then it's kind of an improv thing, but like, what's the one film you'd have with you? What's the, and he just basically, it's just talking about movies, but I love, he is so sweet and he's just yeah. such a good host and it's so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's my other Do one. Do you know what has affected all of us as podcasters is celebrities getting in the game. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Jamie, yeah. Jamie Golden, speaking of, Jamie Golden said on yeah. her Instagram story one time, celebrities and podcasting start on third base. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. so true. And, and that's a great show, a great concept. And for every reason, we should listen. And yeah. also, everybody will listen to the first five episodes of our Brett Goldstein podcast because he's Roy Kent. Well, and it's hard because it, with with that concept, like some do it well. Example, mm. Smartless. We love, everybody loves Smartless. We all listen to it, yeah. right? Some... It's like, oh, you only have a show and this is only doing well. And I'm not going to give an example, but like there are some that are like, oh, you skipped the line because you are famous, but this isn't as good. You're not doing the work. You're just. And you're like PR team said you should start a podcast because it's the next because that'll help you with the next movie to have a place to promote. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 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 yeah, The town talk. I'll text you that episode, Eddie. I think you'll really enjoy it. I'm in. in. Okay. Next topic. TV shows that you enjoyed. I have so many, but I have one that I just, I okay. wanted to go push all chips in with this. Did you watch season two of The Bear? With my whole heart. Yes. I think it is the best. I, I have thought about this for months. I think it is the best single season of television I've ever seen. 100%. Now, I think you need to watch season one to 100%. appreciate season two. Right. But 100%. The Amsterdam episode. Oh, my God. The Christmas episode. Oh, that. Which is for folks, okay, so there's a thing called a bottleneck episode where- Oh, I've never heard of this. Okay, so they do this on all TV shows where in order to reach an aggressive production schedule, they shoot their normal shows, normal series. So Uh the bear in the kitchen, da, da, da. But then they have one of those weird episodes where back in the day, they used to do clip shows where, you know, it's all the women of- uh, of uh, facts of life, sitting down, thinking about it, and then they show clips from old shows. Yeah. So basically, they make a show that lets the other main production continue on and buys a week of time, and they can have a separate production what? doing a single show. Oh my gosh! So every show oh my gosh. has bottleneck shows where it's like the weird one-off that kind of supports the story, but it's not necessarily linear inside of the story so it can because what we don't see is they're recording another episode of the bear while we're watching the episode of the cousin at the restaurant so if for example they have a production schedule set where they could only do five shows they can now do the same production schedule with six and do a second so they they have a bottleneck so (sighs) that's the christmas episode now it was a well-designed but there were so many people in the christmas episode Yes, but they were all different people. So for this episode, is this the one with Jamie Lee Curtis? Are you talking yeah. are you talking about the yeah. yeah? So it's all not I just would think it would be one of the ones that uh Jeremy Allen White wasn't in. But yes. he but I guess you're right, he isn't in that one a ton. But they have it's a whole different set. It's a whole different set of people except for yeah. a few characters. And you yeah. notice most of the folks from the main show aren't on it. Except for Jeremy Allen White, who has Well, because to be. I'm wondering now about season two of The Bear, there's like three or four of those. So I wonder if they had a oh. whole second production team that was running these other episodes. Yeah. Because yeah. there are ones he's not in at all. Right. Yeah. And then also with stuff like that gets... Dude. Where they have X amount of money where they like lose a star and then bring on an, like a morning show season three, which... I have I, not watched it yet. It's horrific. I mean, it's just oh, one of the... It's shoot. a bummer. It's worth watching because we like... It closes the loop. 
But like, is it done after season three? Is this the end? I think they, I think they've done. Okay. But season two of the bear is a perfect thing. Extraordinary. The, The characters, like the brother, if you haven't watched it, it's okay. This is, but there is a brother who goes from a tormented soul and kind of realizes his life and goes off. Cousin, cousin. Oh, cousin. That's right, cousin. Yeah, I was oh. like the the one who isn't alive. No, no, yeah, no, no. And cousin. Just, oh gosh, just an Beautiful. extraordinary. And the other chef that's with him, and the way they. That's probably my favorite episode is when the cousin goes and works at another fine dining restaurant. Do you know? Speaking gosh. of New York, what that was all modeled after? No. One of my favorite books this year, Unreasonable Hospitality. Is the someone mailed that to me? My friend Craig Cooper mailed that to me. Annie, you would love this book. It is about the guy who ran front of house, so like the service and stuff at yeah. what's it called? Eleven Madison Park, Park yeah. Madison, and how they like redefined. He like had this idea of redefining service, wow. and so they would do stuff like the the famous example that they both do in Unreasonable Hospitality, but then they do again in the show. Yeah, is. Like they hear someone at a table talking about how they were about to leave New York and they were sad because yeah. they didn't have a New York hot dog. Yeah. And so they hear that and then they send one of the runners, they get a hot dog, bring it back to the chef. The chef makes a platter out of it and brings these people out a New York hot dog and it like melts their brain. Yeah. They did it with pizza in the bear. But it's yeah, just yeah. this idea of like hospitality to a degree that is both tenable. You can do it if you're paying attention, but also just overwhelming. And so what's the reason for those of us, like, why did you read it? Why do I read it? For those of us who don't run a restaurant, what's, what kind of hospitality does it encourage you to do in a normal person life? Well, I think the first one I read it, it was just because it was like, I knew it would be fun, great stories yeah, that like great. you get a little chill. You're like, oh my like it's gosh, a good they- one to read this week while right. we're like not working and everybody doesn't remember what day it is. And- right. They brought him a yeah. hot dog. Uh, for me, yeah. I read it because I, I mean, I work in creative and I work in marketing and I'm constantly yeah. thinking about like, how do we deliver a thing that you didn't expect? How, what's the mm. little, you're opening up a folder at a conference, right? It's yeah. such a boring thing to design. Who cares, right? What's the little thing that we could yeah. do? And I think it, I mean, it, I think it does translate to, I think hospitality overall, like you hear someone say something, you remember it for later, you write it down. Mm-hmm. I'm not as good at that, but I, I feel like it's just this, it's also just this peek into another world yeah, of right. fine dining that I'm like, I lived there for a little while. Right. You would love, you right. love that book. Okay, I'm going to read it. Because okay. I'm also thinking like, well, one of the things, like our mutual friend, Carlos Whitaker, one of the things yeah. Carlos does is if someone gets mad at him in his DMs, he yeah. will often just make a video back with his face. Yeah. And just go, hey, I totally hear you. I bet yeah. that is hard based on what your, your, your experience. Tell me more about your experience. And it shocks the person. Yes, Because absolutely. they thought they were just yelling into a canyon. Yes, not realizing Carlos's face was going to respond. But I'm also thinking about like, while I was in New York, um, a family stayed at my house in Nashville that mm-hmm. needed it because a family member in town is sick. Yeah. And so th- her parents stayed at my house. Mm-hmm. And so I'm also thinking about when I'm not in Nashville, when I'm not in New York, if someone else is staying in in the yeah. place that I call home, how do I surprise and delight them? Yes. Just because they're staying in my home. And, I, and so much of it is rooted in the power of not only just the the desire to do exactly what you just said, but listening hard to a person and knowing yeah. like, this is how I would specifically get like inside your soul, <laughs> you know, this little yes. gift, this little thing, because what will, I mean, as some of it is like, you know, love language kind of stuff, but yeah, it's the, it's the real presence of it. So, yeah. Um, okay. What yeah. other shows? Other shows. That was literally the only one I oh, wrote that was down. The one. Okay. That was like, 
I could, just tell me what do you what do you love? Did you get DM'd like I got DM'd that repair shop is on YouTube or something? Four seasons? I did and didn't watch a second of it. I, I didn't it either. What is wrong with us? I I'm, don't that know. is on my Christmas to dos this week when we all forget what date is. But I will remind you that when our friends are hearing this yes. today on Thursday the twenty eighth. Okay. For the Downs family, this is Christmas Steve. This is oh, our yeah. Christmas Eve. It's happening. It's happening. And so we're so I don't have the week after Christmas for me is not the week where I forget what day it is because mm-hmm. I have Christmas Eve and Christmas fake Christmas Day. Yeah. So we do the 28th and the 29th this year. So, but I am going to watch Repair Shop. Yeah, that's the a other thing one. that I think you will like if you haven't already watched it mm-hmm. is All Creatures Great and Small on PBS. Tell me. I it is so it's about a um a Irish or Scottish veterinarian who goes to work in like a little English town okay, and and set in like the forties, the girls and, and it's, and he's a vet. So he's helping animals all the time. Is it age appropriate for kids? Do you know? Totally. Oh. Yeah. It's PBS. Oh, it's like great. I mean, forgive me if there, there's no sex, there's no violence and they don't cuss cause it's the forties. It's yeah, set in no. the forties. Yeah, no, that's so right. I don't think any of the things that you would have to have a follow up. I mean, there's a birthing of a cow that is, traumatic for all of us. So a calf, but it might as well have been a cow. Eve watches these vet shows all the time. I think they'll love it. And, but the things that like I'll pass through a room and see, it's just like, Oh my God. I mean, just (laughs) full animals being in surgery and she's just sitting there eating a cheese it kind of studying yeah. it all and I'm just yeah. <laughs> can barely handle what she That's can right. Take so I think they'll really like it. I mean okay, and, and because it's PBS there's like really beautiful Christmas specials. Yes. And re- you know so and it's, it's a great and it's music. a book just, I think first it's like I a think. warm blanket PBS doesn't it's great. it? It's just PBS shows can't they just don't miss. Sanditon all, I mean they just don't miss. Cuz even if they're not good they have the right tone for when you want to watch a PBS show it's always going right. to do that. It's like whether you're into NPR or not, if you're in that vibe to hear yeah. like, welcome, uh-huh. like it's uh-huh. always going to sound and feel just like it's supposed to. Yeah, that's exactly right. That hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation one more time to tell you about another amazing partner, EarthBreeze. Listen, if you're doing chores and laundry while you listen to this episode, part one, me too. Part two, I've got the best laundry tip for you. Okay, think about how you have to work out how much detergent to pour when you're doing laundry and the workout your arms get from pouring a heavy plastic jug only to then get it all over the place. Now, imagine something that looks like a dryer sheet. It's a pre-measured liquidless laundry detergent sheet that dissolves in all wash cycles, hot or cold. EarthBreeze really is totally my new favorite detergent. It's dermatologist-tested, hypoallergenic, and free of all bleaches and dyes. Most importantly, EarthBreeze fights all your stains and odors, and you still get a powerful clean. Let's go. I also have full control to adjust, pause, or cancel my subscription of EarthBreeze without, like, hidden fees or penalties, which I really love. And this is also what I love. With every purchase, EarthBreeze donates 10 loads of detergent to a charitable cause of your choice. Right now, my friends can get started with EarthBreeze and save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash that sounds fun. That's earthbreeze.com slash that sounds fun for 40% off your subscriptions. You guys, four zero forty 40%. Go and do this. Earthbreeze.com slash that sounds fun. Okay, now back to finish up our conversation with our good buddy, Eddie. That sounds fun. Um, biggest news story of the year that we haven't talked about yet, Travis and Taylor. <sighs> okay. That's my second prediction. 
I think they're married by the end of the year. I would be 0% shocked. I'm so happy they seem happy. Yeah, because there's still real people behind that. I know there's like yes. PR machines swirling in the whole planet, but they're like- Yeah, still- this hasn't hurt either of them for sure. Oh, no. And, and the Kansas City Chiefs, which no one- I mean, the Chiefs did some work on their own, but this took them to a stratosphere. This That's right. This will change that team. This will yeah. and this is changing the NFL. Do you know there's a camera? Did you see this? They No. The networks install now a permanent camera that shows that the Taylor Swift camera. <gasps> That's on the box she's in? Yeah, so they can cut wow. to it whenever they want. It's not like, hey, can we get a shot of Taylor in the box like they I always do? I think I'd do. hate that if I was the Taylor. Would you hate that? I, well, I, you for I, sure I, would hate that. I for sure would. I think she's yeah. got to have some measure of being used to it because of the no. wild level of I fame mean, that she's experienced. person of the year. Yeah, billion-dollar tour. First ever. That's Can you believe it? Wild. Yeah, it's wild. Have you watched Eros? Did you? Oh, did you go? I went to the show. Yeah, I went to the show in Nashville. Okay. I have a theory about it that's not really a big theory, but I'd love to know, like, what'd you think of the show? I saw the movie with Eve. So yeah. what did you think of the show? I liked the show. I thought, I mean, I like most of her albums. Yeah. I thought some of it dipped into, like, like when she did Evermore it and did kind of a witchy vibe, mm-hmm. I thought, this is a real witchy vibe. I, yeah. I don't know that I love what all might be involved here. Yeah. Also, guess what? I'm the same girl that talks about Wicked the Musical all the time, and it's about witches. So I know. I hear myself. I hear myself. Things hit differently, right? Like some people had a strong reaction to Harry Potter. Some people didn't. Yeah. It's not, there's not an inherent right So that was my only, other than that, I thought it was beautiful. I thought the creativity was extraordinary. Couldn't believe it. The dancing, the, I mean, it was, I I thought it was, I thought it was really well done for a concert. Yeah. Do you think, I know that probably everybody realizes this, but I I had never seen any of Taylor's stuff. Like I've only, yeah. like everybody else, heard the big songs. Yeah. I'm watching this show and realizing that every iteration, every era is just like, what's your favorite Taylor Swift, right? Like yeah. every girl and, and guy, but like everybody watching is like, oh, I'm like, you could just pick your favorite one and it's all and her. And you knew it was going to happen. But like, I'm a rep, I'm, I'm like feeling reputation or I'm feeling this or I'm yeah. feeling 89. But like yeah. the branding of it all is yeah. so, so my question is, is it premeditated? Is she thinking I haven't hit this segment of people so I'm going to do the red version or I haven't hit the, like, I haven't hit this segment because she just literally goes through every kind of, middle schooler, high schooler, yeah. now aging into like, yeah. are you the kind of drama kid? Are you kind of the introspective quiet kid? Are you like, you can get a Taylor Swift to match all of the big archetypes. Do you think it's premeditated? Yes. yes. Uh-huh. I think she is that smart. She is. I do think it's really something, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. I think she's that smart. I also think, I think there's an interesting side to it too. So let me tell you one more downside is there are people who legitimately worship her. Like, we were made to worship. People are going to worship something. And I did watch that at the show. And I thought, man, yeah. you have picked a God that will fail you. Uh-huh. And and I feel for you in that journey. So yeah. that was hard for me. Mm-hmm. But the interesting businesswoman conversation I'd like to have with you as a businessman yeah. Yeah. is like you only get to do an, man. That makes yeah. me feel good. You only get to do an Eras tour one time. <laughs> she doesn't ever get to do an Eras tour again. She doesn't get to sing every album ever again. I know. So why strategically, why was 2023 the year she covered everything she's ever done? Because now you have to move forward. You can't do this. You can't do this again. You could do a greatest hits tour in another 10 years, probably. Yeah. 
But your next tour in three years, you don't get to do, no matter what, come dressed as your favorite era I know. person, Taylor. I know. I don't know. I wonder how she will handle that. I know. Because she well, just she's going to get married. Defined a new thing, yeah. right? Like this kind of tour is now a kind of tour that you, we will see so yes. many people do. Yes. Where you're I not, hope. You're not like Billy Joel, who you can see performing his greatest hits. You're midstream. And you do Mumford and Sons, right? Dear Mumford and Sons, what I would give right. if you started with Sigh No More and went yeah. all the way through, all the way through. Give me your heiress tour. Who do you? Okay, great question. This is I want everyone to tell us this in the oh, comments on Instagram. Who would you want? What for your... artist would you want to do their heiress tour? Oh, okay. So I'm gonna do like an old fogey forty year old answer. That's great. But REM, I great answer. I love them. And they went from college rock band to like yeah. out of time and further. Like I would love to see them work through their catalog. I, yeah. I love them. Great and I felt answer. like they evolved so much. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something more uh, new. What, more what? What, what would that, you? That doesn't have to be new. Who would you air? That's great. Mum, Mumford and Sons is for oh, yeah, sure Mumford who I would Sons. air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, but I'm also thinking through like, I mean, Garth does kind of do that. Yes. Garth plays a lot, but he doesn't intentionally do it. Right. He just plays his hits. So that's the difference, everyone. When you're telling us right. who you want on your heiress tour, who you want to do an heiress tour, we're not talking about greatest hits. We're talking about they actually change the stage. They actually do something from every single album intentionally no, in order. Right. And I would believe that Garth does it when Chris Gaines opens up for him. <gasps> Garth has not done an Eras tour until right. we see Chris Gaines on the right. stage, 100%. Or, or he just says, hey, I want to welcome out a special guest. And then he walks to the left and then out yep. comes Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. Like, unless he embraces that and does it. Also, was I don't want to tell anybody who Chris Gaines is that doesn't know that's listening. I just want you to Google it. Was that the craziest thing that has ever yeah. happened in... When I think of all celebrity stuff ever, the fact that the... At the moment, the biggest... Now, this is hard because I bet you know, you have at least connections to... Okay, good. You don't know anything, no. so we can just talk, okay, freely. Yeah. I love him. I would love for him and Trisha to be on the show. It just hasn't oh, happened yet. love Garth. His music yeah. has 100%. All but took new a big stuff. swing. In the middle of the height of his power. Yes. He comes out with a whole different name, doesn't yeah. hide it, a yeah. whole different persona. And I don't even know if the quality of the music was good or not. I'm sure it had value. It's yeah. just, who thought they could do that? Right. I mean, at some point, I mean, what if Taylor does that next? What if Taylor, Chris Gaines us next? Yeah. I also think, finally, you and I have talked about Chris Gaines. We've been waiting. <laughs> it's been 11 Hundreds years. Hundreds of episodes. Or however many, yeah. <laughs> 11 years. Is that right? Is that right? Did you say 11? No, no, yeah. no. No, that can't be right. Oh. No, because. No, 14. 2014 was the first one I got to do. 10. Or Here's what. Do we tell them right now? I don't know. I didn't know. Okay. You'd know. <laughs> so next year, being mm -hmm. the 10th anniversary of That Sounds Fun, mm -hmm. Edward, I have officially... Well, thank you. We are very excited. Yeah. We have a big year ahead. I don't want to spoil too much, but mm -hmm. let's just say you are going to help us maybe monthly reflect mm -hmm. on yes. the 10 years on yes. That Sounds Fun. I got a new studio light for it. Um, so we're ready. <laughs> Yeah. The, People can get plenty of us. They can go back and listen to Annie and Eddie keep talking. Right. Doing the best we can. <laughs> Zoo morning show. Do, do, do. I Weather hate report. that that show ended. Is it ended forever? Doing the best we can? Yes. I don't know. I'm like Mary Poppins. 
right? Like I just you drift. come when we need you. Like yeah, you just, just show up with oh, an umbrella oh, when we need you. There's a wind from the east. <laughs> what what happened before is going to happen again. Hey, look, there she is. <gasps> okay, okay. Did I well, dream that's what it? we're doing with you on that. Was sounds fun next year. Was she real? Was she a figment of what yeah. you know? You're the Mary um, Poppins of that. Sounds fun. That's for sure. Did Jane and Michael make her up in order to deal with the stuff of their own family? We Wait, don't... is that an option? Oh yeah. Do some people think Mary Poppins was an invisible friend that Jane and Michael made up to help? You can't really prove the existence of Mary <gasps> Poppins in any of the movies. Outside what? Of th- there are those that believe in her and those that end up believing in her. But there's a mystical nature to Mary Poppins that oh, they addressed true. in the second movie. And also in the movie about P.L. Travers, where the Tom Hanks... Movie? You're talking about Saving Mr. Banks that made me sob like a baby. That movie theater. was a real killer, wasn't That's it? That's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Tom Hanks Absolutely at his beautiful. Tom Hanksiest is perfect. And then what was her? Emma? Um, Emma Thompson. Ugh, Plays P.L. Travers, yes. She's 100%. Colin, Colin Firth oh. as oh, her dad. Oh, the dad. And the dad's trying to add joy and fun into their lives, even though he's just going. they're going through hell. Meanwhile, dying. Meanwhile, he's dying of yeah. some consumption sort of something in the early 20s or something. I don't know. Consumption. <laughs> That's Something what everybody that we of. would take Dayquil for. Right. Consumption. Gee, I know. That's not the right word. I know. No, but that's exactly what they called it. People were just clicking out left and right. And they're like, right. I don't, we've never heard of cancer. Yeah. It's just. No. Okay. I, there's a big New York thing we did not talk about. I think because I'm going to be up there more yeah. next year, we really got to go for SNL tickets. So Listen. You've tried every year. What's well, I mean, I've done the normal person route. I have never needed whatever like fame you've got for my own. Like I, I all the coattails I've ridden have been a joy, but I don't need it. If you can get and I'm gonna have to say it this way, me and Bree into oh, SNL. Planned. That's the that's everything. It would be the whole Dear thing. Dear anybody, three SNL tickets for any time in 2024. And either it could also be dress rehearsal. I'd be fine. It would be the. It I would, would prefer dress rehearsal because you're done at ten thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm the guy kind of napping on Brienne. It's eight thirty to ten thirty, yeah. so I'm interested in the dress rehearsal. But they also record it. scuttle. Yeah. I heard that last weekend there was a part that one of the cast sang that originally Cecily Strong sang in the dress rehearsal, and then she pulled out of the show. And wanted to wait till uh, everyone will know because they've already seen. But ever, Kate McKinnon hosts this weekend. Yeah, and apparently she wanted her comeback to be Kate McKinnon's show, so she pulled out after the dress rehearsal. It may have been Knox and Jamie who told me this. Is this a wow, Knox and Jamie fan this, pod? That is kind a is. juicy, juicy. Hold on, who was it that she would have not been? Um, on? Someone sang and the cold open. Oh, 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 uh, oh! It was um, Adam was Adam Driver's episode. Yeah, yeah, and he sang anyway. Wow. Okay, so so I need you to know how hard I tried when Nate Bargatze was the host. I oh, thought, that's... a podcast guest, a person I know, a person I'm one degree from and yeah. zero degrees from as a, we know who each other is. Yeah. And there just were none tickets. There I were none have, tickets to dress rehearsal. I have to story. feel like everybody who Nate has ever come in, I wonder what it's like to be an Can't SNL imagine. host. Everybody you've ever known. Because you're trying so hard to stay focused right. and to like learn your lines and do the skits, which... Right. What was that, or was that not one of the funniest episodes of the year? I so I'm biased because of how funny I think he is. I think yeah, it was same. a it was one of the few hundred percent episodes I've ever seen. I agree. Obviously, it was so funny. The George Washington bit. The George Washington skit. Oh I man! I mean, it, it, they wrote it. I mean, that is to the writers because the writers wrote an episode that was perfect for Nate. Did you hear him talk about the episode afterwards? 
that no. he, he's like, I submitted a sketch and he talked about it. He's like, it oh, wasn't. He talked about it on Nateland on their pod? He did talk about Nateland and he also talked about it on Dana Carvey and uh, David Spade oh, show. Oh, okay. He's like, I didn't write a word of SNL except for the uh, stand up at the beginning. He's like, they wrote all of that. He's like, that's why those writers are wizards. He's like, they wrote a show for me. And yes. like that George Washington thing, that's like his jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It couldn't be, it couldn't have been any couldn't better. I couldn't believe it. The I personality thought, of George Washington was exactly <laughs> Nate in his stand-up life, you know? Yeah, oh, I thought yeah. it was brilliant. Oh, what a good show that was. I That made me very happy. Annie. Me too. SNL, you know, we talk about this whenever. We got to do all we can. This is the year. 24 is the year. So if anybody knows anybody. Anybody please, knows anybody. SNL. Please help us. This is the, Eddie, what, what would it take? What would it take? You want Eddie on That Sounds Fun once a month Once a month next year? Fine. Yeah. Fine. We we'll give it to you if you'll give us SNL tickets. Oh, yeah. You want a, what do you want? A picture? You want me to send you a video like uh, Yeah, you want us to make you a, you want us, you want us to make you 54 cameos no while problem. we're there? Fine. Yeah. I got a we'll sweet special it. kitty cat. She can uh, be on it. She's yeah. not on the pic. She's not in it. You need, you need a, you need a cameo from Waffles? Boom. It's yours. It's if you yours. get us tickets you to get SNL. Us in SNL. Again, dress rehearsal is fine with us because we'll be, we'll be in our 44s. Oh, yeah. By the time we're there. And you get to see the sketches that are cut and they still record it. And it's, right. all, it's all like a real SNL. That's me. I like watching the sausage get made and oh, things like that. It. I would love oh, it. Oh, Eddie, while I yeah. was in New York, I got yeah. to watch a um, the first ever front-to-back run of a musical wow. in a workshop. Yes. How is that? The first time they ever... Mary-Kate Morrissey is in it. Yeah, yeah. How? And so she invited me to... Because they I got to see... Like, you know the Greatest Showman videos? Yes. Where, yeah. It, where it's in a workout, I'm yeah. sorry, where it's in a workshopping room yeah. and there, and you see, um, what's his name? Hugh Jackman getting yeah. so excited about her singing. Yeah. It was that for how, a new musical. I have to ask, how was the quality of it? Because these are the people that are the greatest in the world. When I tell you, yeah. sitting across from me, I'm on the second row because I had to leave early, of course, because uh -huh. I had a meeting, which is fine. I know my job. Uh -huh. I picked it. There's a row of actors. There's only probably 10 actors. Yeah. One of them, Aaron Burr and Hamilton. <gasps> yes. One of them was in Merrily We Go, We Roll Along the night before. I saw her the night before in Merrily We Roll Along. And then at 3 p.m. I'm or 2 p.m. I'm watching her Whoa. do this brand new musical about and Mary Kate posted it, so I feel fine saying it. It's about yeah. um electricity. It's about the start of electricity. Sure. And it's so it's the it's all the people involved. And Andrew, um, uh, no, I'm sorry, Thomas Edison. It's a beautiful musical. And I'm like, if this thing wins a Tony, wow. I saw it the first time. That's... And there's still years from it being a show that anybody gets to see on Broadway. Oh, that's neat. It was oh, so cool. Is... So I love watching that. So if we get to watch the dress rehearsal of SNL, oh, I want that more so than I want the show. Cool. I am just amazed. I'm I'm sure that their raw talent was stunning. Their ability Beautiful. to just render it from a piece of paper, something that they probably, they could be sight reading, yes. is so It was good. beautiful. Oh. They were all, there was a guy who was about our age, Eddie, yeah. in it. And and I asked Mary-Kate later and she was like, oh, he's been in like nine Broadway shows and he's, oh. he's set up to go, he's starting in this new one next. And I thought, that guy did it. That yeah. guy did the thing. He told himself when he was in high school when we were, that someday he'd be on Broadway. And my gosh, here he is, a married dad of six or something. I don't know. Can he, you, have you asked Mary Kate, awesome. and you don't have to tell me what she said, but have you had a real friend-to-friend -friend conversation about corn musical, whatever it's called? Shut. Yeah, have you talked to her? <laughs> corn musical. Have you gotten, because I haven't seen <laughs> no, it, but I saw I a bit of it on Macy's, it and I wondered what was happening. 
Yeah. It's, you know, it's written by a bunch of Nashville, or not a bunch, but a couple of Nashville writers. I did not go see it because here's what happened. As my two months continued, Mm -hmm. I I had to reassess which shows I was seeing and had to say to myself, if you've only got time for X amount of shows, you need to see ones that will never come to Nashville. Okay. And so the ones that don't travel. So that's why I saw Merrily We Roll Along. That's why I prioritized... um, Gutenberg, because cool. those won't ever yes. tour. And Shucked is touring in 24, in January. Uh, yeah. I just, I don't need to know what she says. I just uh-huh. want to know you had the conversation with her. Uh-huh. And yeah. I, you can, Everyone, stone-faced, tell me. Well, wh- yeah. Give yeah. <laughs> what I can tell you is I did ask a lot of opinions about what show I should bring my parents to. Oh. And that was a not Shucked. Oh, because, uh, oh, because like to adult themed, like weird sitting next to your parents themed? Yes. In a million years, would you have thought a musical about shucked corn? About corn. Oh, but is that a joke? That even the title of it? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know either. I'm hearing that for the first time and hearing it. <laughs> so, listen, I need you. Here's what we're going to do when you and Brie come to New York for um, SNL. I also need you to see Gutenberg, okay. and I need you to see Merrily We Roll Along. Okay. And I kind of need you to see, I don't know how we do three. I kind of need you to see uh, Pearly Victorious. I don't know about any of this, so I would okay, love it. I'll tell you so fast, and then because we are we are doing what we do. Um, uh, Pearly Victorious is stars Leslie Odom Jr. It's oh a play. It's like ninety minutes, no intermission, and he it is set in the um, early nineteen hundreds in mm-hmm. southern uh, the southern part of Georgia, and he is a part of a family that was slaves, and they mm. still live on the landowner's property. They're sharecroppers now, and he wants to buy back the church building oh. that that his grandfather was the pastor of. Wow! So that's the story. Everyone sobbed. Everyone sobbed. It's the, it's so beautiful. Leslie Adam Jr. Gets, I, I give him every Tony. He is. I give magical. him every Annie. Yeah, he gets it. He's magical. Okay, Gutenberg. Yeah. Is Andrew Randall's? Oh, it's him and uh, and Olaf. Yes, no, uh, yeah, it's him and Olaf. It's him and uh, Josh, Josh Gad. Gad, and they are pretending to. Oh, well, well, the the play is we've written a show about Johann Gutenberg, the printing oh, press. Oh, right. And we are presenting it to all of you in hopes that there is a Broadway producer in this room. I we see. do not have the money. To have other actors, so we will play every part of this musical. I see. And I so they interact with the audience a good bit because <laughs> they recognize we want y'all to buy this. We hope there's a producer out there. And then every night there's a celebrity in the audience that they bring on stage that gives them a Broadway contract. I've seen that social. That's like on yeah. social. What a fun thing. Uh, so you saw it? Yeah. Who was twice. your who That was is pers- what I took my parents to. Who uh, do you remember your uh, the first producers? one was Betty Who? Who's a um, pop artist? Okay, I did not know her either. Okay. I thought it was Ashlyn Harris from the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team. They Still look very, very cool. similar. Both interesting. They look very similar. And then Chuck Schumer. When my parents were there, it was Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer. <laughs> I said to my dad, "I think it must be a political person because I think that's like security behind the seat. There's like a seat yeah. that that person always sits in. Yeah. And it was Chuck Schumer. Was he funny? Did he no. try? No. no. Yeah, he tried. I mean, they give him the line to say. So Yeah, yeah. But That's it's... a great show. And then Merrily We Roll Along, and then we will move on from this. Yeah. Merrily We Roll Along, Jonathan Groff, who is also <laughs> from Frozen. Yeah. And the king in yeah. uh, uh, Hamilton. Uh, Hamilton, yeah. Uh, Harry Potter. He's in Harry Potter? No, no, no. Sorry. Harry. Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe. I'm, I'm tracking. And then Lindsay Mendez, who's like, 
oh, Broadway yeah. celeb. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, so here's how the show works, Eddie. It's a revival. Yeah. Um, and and then it starts in the nineteen, the end of the 1970s. And yeah. these three people are best friends and their best friendship implodes. And oh. they will never be friends again. And then it goes backwards to the day they met. <laughs> and it will make you... I, people said, you're going to cry so much. I didn't cry one time in the theater, but for three days it crescendoed my sadness. Yeah. And on the third day I got teary. I you was like, it. It that is out. the worst thing, best thing I've ever seen. You went forwards as after they were done going backwards. Uh, is Daniel Radcliffe great? He is great. Yeah. He has a... If you go listen, they just put out the um, soundtrack. Yeah. And his song he does a song that's really fast it's really it's Sondheim it's, yeah. I mean, it's a Sondheim show so it's and he does it re- I mean it's really impressive yeah and he the role he is playing is a great role for what we think he is and what yeah. we experience of him whether that's who he really is or not he's a but, charming guy I just saw a documentary yeah. with him and his on HBO with him and his Harry I Potter stunt it yet. Ooh, it's a who's in oh. a wheelchair right he got yeah. paralyzed being a Harry yeah. Potter stunt double oddly not the heartbreaker of a thing you think it is like it's a pretty ah. charming fantastic yeah. story of their yeah. friendship but like Daniel Radcliffe I'm like good dude yeah yeah good okay yeah well, I think you're so we'll see those, those are very all right exciting. we've done we've done a full hour is there anything else we got to cover <laughs> what could at we, the end of 2023 so the good thing is I usually feel a sense of pressure but at, we will be able I'll see you in a month we will keep talking so yeah. we will be able to do this so in a month and we're gonna yeah. be I'm, I'm excited about this Annie yeah thanks for agreeing to do it I think it'll oh, be really wait. really fun I don't want to tell I we're not it. telling the format of it but it no, will no, no. be it's fun I can't wait but it's but it's next year you are our Mary Poppins <sighs> I've always wanted you to say that I know I, the thing I cannot <laughs> wait on is what people are about to tell us is the artist they want to see do an era store I can't wait to I see know, this I know that is a fun one that's a great that's a great Thing to think about. That is a great one. And I just, it has to be though, the, the thing with eras is it can't just be retrospective. So it can't just be Snoop Dogg. You're right. It can't be greatest hits. It's no, gotta it's not be greatest hits. They're midstream. That's why REM still didn't making really music. work. REM didn't really work. That would be a reunion, but I'm just, I'm going to stick with that. Yeah, you can stick with that. I think we allow, we allow that, but what we'd like is a current musician making music who has an album that they want you to listen to, but they're also going backwards. And really doing it, yeah. And really I, doing it. They I got a house, say, and there's say, different rooms Garth for every Brooks album. And Chris Gaines was a hundred percent for me. You nailed it. <laughs> um, okay, will you end our show as we like to end shows? Oh, I and love send it. people into 2024. We won't see them again until Epiphany. I have an episode coming out on Epiphany, so they got about a week and a half off. So, okay, any reminders like washing your hands or anything like that? Or yeah, 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 yeah. All right, everybody, go wash your hands. Bye, buddies. Oh, you guys, isn't he the best? All right, head over to Instagram. Tell Eddie, thanks for helping us recap this year and let him know how excited you are to hear more from him in 2024. And coming on January 6th on Epiphany will be our Epiphany show we've done the last couple of years where it's just me talking to you. There will be a lot more information about our 10th anniversary of the podcast, what's going on here at work, but also a lot more information about what's going on in my life. So you will hear way more New Yorky things coming up January 6th. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Anywhere you need me, that's where you can find me. I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me? Well, you know in my family, today is Christmas Eve. This is the day that we celebrate Christmas Eve with all of our extended family. That's really just our family. And so today is Christmas Eve, and tomorrow is our Christmas Day. So Merry Christmas Eve 
from the Downs and Strother families. We are very happy to be together. Y'all have a great New Year's weekend. Stay safe. Get excited about 2024. I am just the most grateful to get to do this job, close out another year with y'all and our team. I cannot thank our team enough for all they do for That Sounds Fun and for Let's Read the Gospels. And next year for Mini BFF Podcast as well. I cannot believe this is the life I've been given. And I truly am so excited for all we get to celebrate together in 2024 with the 10th year anniversary of That Sounds Fun podcast. I cannot believe that. As a team, we're resting from the podcast and from work this next week. So I'll be back here on Saturday, January 6th for that epiphany episode. I'm going to let you in on all the fun things. Well, almost all the fun things happening in 2024. I can't wait. Love y'all mean it. We'll see you back here in 2024. Yeah.